The following show is sponsored by... Your own government has the power to activate a kill switch on all telecommunications. During these emergencies, how do you stay in touch with the important people in your life anywhere on the planet? The answer is the bivy stick at sat123.com. I took a fall from a ladder fixing my Christmas tree and uh, I had heard about the Juvent and uh, got a hold of one and tried it. But but I, I feel strong enough and stable enough that I can take it on now. To learn more about this micro-impact platform, go to juvent.com. The global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets, and the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Brighteonmetals.com and great viewers like you. Hey, good afternoon, Patriots, and welcome to Bards FM here on Brighteon TV. Lots of things happening right now. The border issue going on and a lot of other mobile global events happening that are literally leading to a pretty critical point where we're going to have to start making some decisions as the type of country we want. This is a, a crucible moment is what I was, how I would describe it, a moment where literally the nation's going to have to start deciding if we're going to follow a deep state model or have the courage to break away from it and we'll be swept in. And I don't think it's as easy as simply saying like there's some sort of um, glorified way ahead simply with one politician or another. A lot of the institutional structural things that are in place for the type of society that the deep state wants are already there. They're not going to be modified. As we start to look deeper into those and starting asking ourselves truly whom do we serve, it will be at the center point of everything that we do and how we walk. This, is, this has been a long time in making. It's not going to go away quickly, but it's going to take everything we have, both in our faith and our loving God, to get through it. We'll be right back after these messages. Here's how to make a toasty coconut protein latte using products from healthrangerstore.com. Here are the ingredients. Simply blend all ingredients together carefully in a heat-proof cup. For more recipes and some of the best products, please visit healthrangerstore.com.
Illegals who crossed the border and were bused to Chicago are instead turning back and regretting their decision, as the situation in the Windy City is no longer conducive for them. Since August last year, 20,700 migrants have arrived in Chicago from Texas, the Daily Mail stated. Texas Governor Greg Abbott sent migrants to Chicago and other Democrat-run cities because of their proud status as sanctuary cities. Such cities, the tabloid added, offer enhanced protection against detention or deportation for undocumented migrants. But the Mail pointed out that Illinois' harsh winters, lack of infrastructure, and ambivalent support from locals have convinced migrants who unlawfully entered the U.S. to return to their countries of origin. Hey, Patriots, and welcome back to Bars of Pimp here on Break on TV. Before we get going, we're going to talk about sleep. Sleep's the best thing you can possibly get right now, and you need a lot of it whenever you can grab it. And even whatever little you need, you need to have great sleep when you do it. MyPillow.com forward slash Barnes. That is the place to go to get your best sleep products. And there's all sorts of great deals going on and great savings, including free shipping on your entire order. So if you head on over there to mypillow.com forward slash Bards and you take and use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S, you're going to take advantage of those great savings. Right off the top, Giza cotton sheets. Love them. You can't live without them almost. You combine that with a MyPillow 2.0 and you've got one of the best sleep systems around. There's all sorts of products that MyPillow puts out that are relevant to your life and make your life better and easier and also ensure a good night's sleep. And I can tell you after almost three years coming up this spring, and that I've, my pillow has been part of Bard's Nation. It is truly something to say that it is, it is an amazing set of products, quality, and I have so many of their products that I can honestly say that they are, there's no one like them out there. So everything is quality, everything is good. It's a great company, a company that honestly is fights for liberty. We couldn't get better. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash Bard's, promo code Bard's, and take advantage of savings today. It's great. All right, so where are we sitting right now? It's a couple of big things are on the move and it's things that really to take take a look at and realize that we're literally starting to see babylon fall one of the big movements that happened this week was evergrand now evergrand is one of the largest is the largest property management ownership company in china and china decided in early this week if it was around monday that they are, they have become insolvent which means unlike the statements we've heard in our own country where things are too big to fail china basically said you're not too big to fail and you're going to fail that's leaving an unbelievable level of liability within some key companies, BlackRock, Blackstone, and Vanguard. And from the estimates, that liability is upwards of $127 trillion. That's a massive amount of liability. And that amount of liability is going to have a ripple effect on affecting everything from pensions to 401ks to deferred accounts, retirement accounts, et cetera. It's a ripple effect that's massive. It's also going to affect our banking system. With that, there's going to be a repatriation of money of dollars paper dollars back to the United States. And that's not necessarily good because there's nothing to back them with. As China's pivoting to the gold standard, and so are other countries, and today, as Saudi Arabia announced that it's going to officially join BRICS, we're seeing the end of the Federal Reserve debt note that it's been binding the world. And it's leaving it in our hands and our lap to deal with as we deal with massive amounts of paper that have no value. Now, the banks are going to fight quickly and aggressively on the Western side to try to backstop this collapse. 
And unfortunately, there's not enough reserves to make it work. For those that have investments, it's going to hurt heavily. For the reality of the United States, it's a major shift. And people are questioning whether it's going to be that big. It's going to be that big. The only question is speed and the pace in which this collapses. My general sense of it is, is things are going to be manipulated like they always are to try to minimize the impact. And since we're dealing in trillions of dollars, those sorts of impacts don't happen overnight. Nonetheless, the, the collapse of the dollar, in my opinion, is well on its way and it's being driven down to the toilet because of, there is nothing to back it. We're dealing with a fiat currency that has no value and now Saudi Arabia pivoting into BRICS means that the petrodollar is no longer in effect. Not to the way it was, and though there will be some measure of backing of the dollar in, in some exchange, and the dollar is still part of the global weave of commerce, we're seeing huge tectonic shifts within the economics market, which will ultimately affect the consumer here. Remember, those in the highest order don't really care. A lot of this is an engineered collapse, but in the bottom line, what we are truly dealing with is the price of goods and services at the end user level, which is going to be our American consumer. Right now, people are literally living paycheck to paycheck. They have enough savings to last them not even a month. And food-wise, they have less on the average of less than 72 hours of food in the cupboard. That's a reality in America these days. So when you start adjusting prices of things going up in price because of inflation, which will happen because of this, and the lie of inflation, which is this nonsense that comes out of D.C., the manipulated numbers to try to tell people inflation is only 3.2 or 3.9%, one only needs to track consumer goods to understand how much of a lie that is. And so rather than looking at the CPI, we start looking at real inflation and household inflation, daily life consumer inflation, which we're looking at is about 30 to 40%. That includes the cost of gas, that includes the cost of food, that includes the cost of heating the home. And so in the end, we're starting to see some massive rises in the cost of things while the buying power of the dollar declines. And those two things work inverted inversion to each other in opposite directions, and it causes a massive, a double effect on the, on the end user. So what we're looking at here is a beginning of massive pain in the United States. And you're going to start seeing it manifest in crazy ways. I'm going to report the other day, and I've mentioned this a couple of times on the Bards FM podcast. Um, it was just actually my, my mother it was walking in the store the other day and had someone just blurt out all of a sudden across the store. I can't believe how the prices have doubled in two days. Well, the fact of the matter is they did. And it was, an, it was a produce item that literally within a short period of time, within two days, that price doubled. We're going to see a lot more of that. And this is where we start to get into this concept of hyperinflation that they're going to try to bury. And the way they're going to bury it is just this. They're going to be keeping your eyes on the CPI, Consumer Price Index, continuing it with the propaganda to tell you that you're, you're basically seeing things, that there's no such thing as this. Your wages aren't going to buy more. They're going to buy less. And so the end result is you're not going to be able to afford the things you could. People that can go over and typically fill a cart at Costco, let's say even a year ago, for $250 to $300, you're lucky if you get half of those items for the same cost. The cost of things have gone up radically. Food is a big issue, and food becomes a major issue as we move forward because it's one of the greatest control mechanisms of all time. On top of that, we're having shortages of things that are critical. Even in the Northwest, where we've had plenty of rain, we have some of the best hay in the world. There's hay shortages going on up north. Part of the reasons for that is foreign buyers have secured contracts, and we're seeing some of our best hay being shipped out to other and foreign countries. Our domestic production for hay availability is declining. We're falling back to local markets. In my own case, even my own cattle here, I have 30 head. I have plenty of hay right now. 
in my stocks from last year. The problem I'm having is because we've had so many rains, it's difficult to get out the 1,200 pound, 1,300 pound round bales. So I've had to resort to buying some square bales recently just to offset, so just to wait till the land to dry up a bit. I'm fortunate that we have a local source for that. But even there, they're saying that, the, that though the hay we're buying is local, people are coming from different regions to come in and buy hay because it's no longer available. These are big issues. And this is when you start to take a microcosm of this and you start to see this on a national level, we start to see the ripple effects of where this is going. Supply chain logistics have been collapsing for over a, over two years now. And that's been an ongoing issue and actually almost three because what we're seeing is the breakdown of the internal system. The supply chain logistics models as people have become sick or dead from the COVID con vax death shot. We are literally seeing that the labor shortages are there and we're starting to see a decline in ability to maintain services. UPS just let off, laid off thousands of people because of a new union deal to try to give workers more wage, but, you, but they can't afford it. So now you'll see UPS services now start to declining. This is happening all over. And the ripple effect of these things as unions, which are communists, seek to fight for what they're calling better wage for workers, nothing is being realistic on the way the economy is wired. And so that every part is starting to fall apart and fight, each, fight itself. Combine that with the Great Awakening, when people are starting to realize the depth of the corruption around the country, and now we end up in the death spiral of the country. This world that we're in, this Ponzi scheme and consumer worship model that we live in is coming to an end because people are starting to realize the game, starting to realize that everything they've been programmed to do has been obedient to buy garbage, buy stuff they don't need, become a disposable society to recycle industry and to keep people perpetually manufacturing junk that we don't need. The end result is a destruction of the earth, so destruction of mass levels of consumerism, mass levels of uses of plastics, the unhealthy economy, the unhealthy people that come out of all of this. As people start to lift their eyes and realize that this is one big trap we've been laid into and start to do one fundamental thing, buy less or not buy at all, this economy begins to shake, rattle and roll in a negative way and it will start to fall apart at the hinges. And this is what another part of what we're witnessing right now. Not only do we have a global shift in economy to isolate the dollar from key players and take us away from the petrodollar, leaving a paper currency that has zero value, we also have the issue of consumers themselves losing, losing confidence in the way the system works and the buyer desires, the consumer desires to purchase decline. The mar marginal propensity to consume in an economic terms is now on the decline curve, not on the peak. And it's harder and harder to encourage people to buy things that they don't literally need, as it should be, by the way. We, instead of buying goods that last us the way we want to buy things with things that will last 20, 30 years, sometimes even a lifetime or even heirloom items, We've been driven into a culture that everything is short-term and we, is disposable. All of these models are failing. And as they fail, we're starting to see the economy really start to shake and it's going to end up affecting all of us on a broad scale. We're in a real massive window of change. Now combine that with what's going on down in the border and now we see yet another fuel of this because we have the influx of the replacement population being pushed across the border as blue states and blue cities are now passing laws and ordinances to allow illegal aliens to assume regular jobs. These include things like regular daily jobs that they're now being put into or even policing to where these people don't even have to be an American citizen to be a police officer in some areas. This is a very deadly combination and it's leading us to a major crisis down the road where we're not going to be e very easily able to un unembed these illegal aliens that have come into the nation. The border issue is real. 
and what's going on there is a true invasion. We have kind of two parts to that invasion. We have those that are literally being persuaded to come here under you know, pers persuaded terms that aren't even true. They're being coaxed into coming here under a lie, being promised free things, free life, free everything as the economy, as our government pours money into these illegal aliens to try to give them housing, food, uh, transportation, everything they need for free while Americans die on the vine or being kicked out of their homes or living on the streets. That's the tyranny in which we live. This government is trying to replace this population because they know that this population is becoming aware that they are a tyranny and every one of them needs to swing from a rope. But that's the cost of treason. That would be death. But the unfortunate part is for us is they still have enough leverage and we have enough obedient fools down there that are obeying laws, not the Constitution. Our border is wide open. Now, Texas took an amazing stand. And in the stand that Texas took, which is quite impressive, is they wrote a letter that actually had common law language in it to make a position that was Texas's right under the Constitution to defend itself because this is an invasion. And it's an invasion since the federal government is failing. Texas now has the right to close its borders and defend itself. Now, there has been a lot of, and I'm one of them, and will carry some of the skepticism to ask what's the real motive, because obviously one of the long-term end goals is to provoke a civil war within the United States. So we'll have to see where this goes, but it's going to be up to the people of whether we'll abide by the idiocy that they're wanting to put upon us or whether we truly are going to witness a turning point in America where there'll be a great awakening, an awakening where we'll start to get past the political gamemanship and puppeteering. And it's a whole sort of deception and manipulation and get into the reality of who we are as a people and what we want as a nation. Now, the one thing that's interesting is there's been a lot of rattle around the, on the edges of the, of the Patriot News Network talking about things like what we're witnessing with the Texas issue is the rise of the new republic. And they're looking at this in terms of the states that have come together the blue states that have been left out, that this is truly the moment in time when the corporation of America is now being dissolved and the real republic is being stood up. That may be true. It may not be. It's hard to say. It also could be a political game in which they're trying to divide the nation with WEF-controlled Republicans with the Uniparty and other and WEF-controlled Democrats of the Uniparty all trying to make it fan a flame of war and provoke people to civil war. Both options are on the table. However, what is interesting to note is something that was shown today. The Texas National Guard at their headquarters raised not the American flag on the flagpole, but they raised the one-star state, the Texas state, the Lone Star State flag. That's significant because the National Guard is still owned and partially controlled, or at least controlled to a large degree by the federal government. That happened under Reagan when the funding of, this, of the National Guard was switched to where the majority of funding came from the federal and didn't come out of the state budgets. That was claimed to be needed to be done to ensure the maximum modernization of the force and preparation in case it had to be used for foreign deployments, which was really the deeper motive was that is they couldn't get the, the uh, draft passed. And so they looked to the National Guard as a way to gain soldiers for the forthcoming wars that they were planning, primarily that of Iraq and later that of Iraq and Afghanistan again. That has been the game plan all along to get more and more of the military sucked into these wars. And unfortunately, our generals, who Obama did a great job of purging those who were patriots, and we are now left with a large capacity, a large body of communist generals that have literally turned their back on the nation and are going along with these plans of the World Economic Forum. In addition to all that, concurrently right now, there is a big strategic planning session. They're running a game, so to speak, a strategic gaming. This is the same thing that they did for COVID con before COVID started. 
and now they're doing it for American Civil War. This is matching the narrative that's out there right now for the films coming out this summer that they're looking at having, they're promoting the idea of civil war on the states. They want this. This is their objective. For the long-term victory and destruction of the United States, there is nothing that will accomplish that better than to literally force the United States into a civil war that will be infinite and forever and to use the insurgents that are coming across the border as a key part of that. Remember I said this invasion is in two parts. There are those that are legitimately coming here, but they're being lied to as the reasons that, they're, that what's being offered. It's not that they shouldn't be here if they were to apply, but it does mean that the reasons that are coming here are being brought along because they are seeking an easy life and they're being promised free everything. Within them, around them is another major problem. It's the cartels. And cartels have infiltrated these groups, cartels are guiding these groups, and cartels are helping move the insurgents from around the nation, around the world, terrorists, that literally want to do harm. This is the deep state army, and you have to understand that. Deep state army is made up of two major components, the human shield, which are those that are innocent coming into this country, and the true evil that is embedded within them, the foot soldiers. Those are people that don't wear uniforms, but they carry a simple ideological bent, which is they hate America and they want to see the destruction. And likely they've been offered some sort of financial reward or benefit if they help destroy the nation. That's the, one of the most pressing and real threats we have right now. And being able to sort that wheat from the chaff is going to be critical. Our federal government is complicit in moving terrorists into this nation. It is complicit in child sex trafficking. It is complicit in human trafficking. And it's complicit in a strategy to replace America with a non-American base. It has no concept or foundation in the American ideology or constitution, or for that matter, an anchor in the rock of faith. Since that is the case, we can consider all of our government, government treasonous and every single person on the border that's complicit with this action of allowing people in to be traitors as well. We have a limited time in which that conversion can be made, and it's important to note this because these people that are working under the rules of the government and violating the Constitution are forgetting one simple thing. The Constitution is the single and sole law of the land, nothing else. It is the law of the land, period, end of story. Not rules, not cubicle warrior policies, it is the Constitution. If it's in violation of the Constitution, it is not a legal law. And right now there's a lot of illegal rules and legislation being passed to drive people to do things, including union advisement on what people on the border and other agencies have to do as we're being invaded. And then there's the white elephant in the room, which is the COVID con. The vax has been killing off people at a steady rate. The impact on the millennial class is off the charts. We're looking at over 10 million people in the millennial class that have either been disabled or permanently killed by this COVID convex. More indications suggest that this was actually a genomic weapon system that was deployed into this nation, meaning that it was targeted and used in such a way and built in such a way, which might account for the variations in the, in the different batches that certain people that got it will have effects in a short term, other people in a long term, and other people in a medium term. In other words, the, it is a delayed effect response to the body. Some people will die immediately. Some people will die after 18 months. Some people may die after three to five years and the other batch of people will die after 10. This is literally creating a weapon with no trace. It's difficult to take it back to the vax since in there people will always argue that there was comorbidities. But in the meantime, we know that there's about 70% of our nation that has taken the vax. That should be very startling. In some old research that was repurposed, we'd see that there were projections made as early as 2019 that the U.S. population would be down to 69 million people. I'm not sure that that is so off base considering the current terror that we're dealing with. Remember, our government is a terrorist 
It's a terrorist against the people. Our military leadership has become terrorists against the soldiers. And the entire idea was to destroy and paralyze the United States to such a degree that it would never be able to recover, that the hope of having a country based on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness would be forever extinguished. And the only thing that would replace it would be the slave class. Now that leads us to the bigger question then of what's happening when we get to the political class. We have Trump on the rise, which we can definitely project that he will likely be the winner. People are going to overcome that. And the real question is whether this is a game and we're going to see a non-election happen because we're going to see some sort of internal conflict with the military. It's interesting to note that the scenario that they're playing out right now in terms of American civil war is looking at the fact that the military itself would have a, would have a fight within it in sense of mutiny of leadership to try to take it over and try to take, seize control of the military. That being in their scenario tells you that they are very concerned about losing control of the entire system, which they should be, by the way. So as we move forward here, it is not unlikely that we could see a destabilization as early as April. And I would say look to that very clearly as both financial, economic, we can, you might see some breakdown of grids, but perhaps we will see an EMP, some sort of conflict. We, we will probably see blackouts of the internet increasingly, these sorts of things. So be prepared. That's the one thing I can say, be prepared and come up with your contingency plans. There's plenty of information out there right now to be able to understand how to prepare. And if you haven't been preparing, I'm only going to tell you, you're way behind the curve, so get busy. We have no time. And the thing is, you can't be a liability in your community. You have to be serious and you have to be real and understand that your responsibility is your family, not somebody else's. So be smart, stack food, stack ammo, and do those sorts of things. We are not on a hunt for people, but we are having the need and necessity to prepare for home defense if necessary, if there's a breakdown of law enforcement in your area, and there's definitely a need to have food to survive at least 90 days, as much as six months, minimum, by the way, minimum. We are looking at a time in the United States that this instability will be a critical part of the next phase. No matter how we go forward, it's necessary that Babylon falls. Babylon has to collapse, and we are living under the Babylon, Babylonian matrix right now. And with that, the dollar has to collapse for the world to be free. The question is, what comes from the ashes? Are we literally going to see a rise of a new society with all these great promises, the psyops that go with that, with Nasera, Jasera, and all this other nonsense, where people will fall for the trap, and ultimately, whether it's called a CBDC or some sort of a new digital American dollar, will people fall for the trap of accepting this free money and the opportunity to build, build ourselves out of a pit? Or will we literally break from the old system and demand that we start seeing the surveillance state be dismantled and starting to live free again? And that's ultimately one of the biggest issues on this whole thing is the surveillance state. Because within all of these systems and all these things that we've been suffering through in this trauma-based COVID con programming that's going on, the one thing that has consistently grown more evil or deep in our lives is the surveillance state. It hasn't gotten any less. So whether there's white hats or black hats or whatever is going on, the reality is no one has stopped the incursions in our lives and the monitoring of people and the profiling of us to create a darker and dystopian world that lies ahead. All of this can be solved through a simple thing. It's our faith in God, but it's going to take a lot of faith and a lot of prayer. We'll continue with all this right after these messages. At the Brighton store, we offer a variety of colloidal silver solutions that we make in Texas using Texas rainwater and specialized circuitry that I personally designed to produce silver ions in purified rainwater. We have a colloidal silver extra strength spray, a silver-based first aid gel, as well as a colloidal silver herbal mouthwash solution that people just rave about. 
Each one of these is subjected to our rigorous laboratory testing for metals, glyphosate, and microbiology in order to ensure product purity and safety for your health. We manufacture our own silver products right in the heart of Texas and deliver them to you using our own warehousing and fulfillment infrastructure that we built to serve real America. All of us here at Brighteon, thank you for your support. Shop our silver products at brighteonstore.com. Those who want to control the world have increasingly used fear-mongering to weaken human resolve. We were told we were contributing to the demise of polar bears and that Freon for air conditioning was creating an ozone hole that would make the planet fry. Driving cars meant the world would run out of oil and lead to global cooling or global warming. And whatever the latest catastrophe was deemed to be, mankind was at fault. The crisis keeps changing, but those who want to control the world have always had the same goal, depopulate the world. Here's Dennis Meadows of the Club of Rome. We want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence, so we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal. He wants the global population to go from seven billion to one billion. He wants six billion people to disappear equally. Now, how might that happen? Thanks for your support of this platform. Use the code BTV at checkout for additional savings. Brighteonstore.com. Hey guys, Christy Hutcherson here, Women Fighting for America founder. I have to say, I am so thrilled to be a part of Uncensored Truth on Brighteon TV. It is an amazing uh, news outlet where you're going to hear truth, right? Because in today's media, you don't get the real truth. So I'm very thrilled to be able to be a part of it. Go and watch Uncensored Truth on Brighteon. And Patriots, we're back here with Arts FM podcast on Bright on TV. As we've been discussing in this last half hour, it should be on everybody's thoughts, is we're in a critical time and we have to be prepared for a lot of crazy things. Part of those crazy things is what this deep state's willing and able to do to protect itself and to hide its tracks. The easiest way to do that is to erase a cultural memory. And to do that, you either need war or you need something to paralyze its communication that will be devastating and properly terminal, if not permanently destructive over time. Here's what we have, and that's called an EMP. One of the devices that they most likely could use, and you need to have protection from this. This is a time to really take this preparation seriously. EMP.com, EMPShield.com, EMPShield.com is where you want to go. This is where we have the, one of the best, if not the finest device ever created for EMP protection on common devices and vehicles. It's 100% American made. It's a veteran owned company. It's been tested at the finest labs for EMP protection, and it'll protect you from an EMP level one, two, or three. Also a lightning strikes, and it will protect you for up to 228,000 amps from a solar flare. So 
head on over to empshield.com. Check out their resource library to learn about their certification and how easy it is to install these devices. I have it on my Jeep, the ATV. We have it, my dad has it on his vehicles. We have it at our homes. They have a device for your home, for, the, for your vehicles, for your RVs, for your ATVs, for your solar systems, for your ham base radio station, all of the above. So again, check out empshield.com, promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You'll get $50 off in free shipping. Check it out today. Patriots, the deal that we have right now, as we say, is, is this country is in a major crisis. And really, if we want to look biblically at where things go, it's probably a good book to look at is the book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk's the prophet that speaks to God and truly asks to God and begs to God, what is going on? Why is it, he says to God, that we are in such a case of this is that we are not hearing us as we have destruction around us and we deal with so many of the difficulties in our time. This is the, the story of Habakkuk is very, very relevant to what we are dealing with today. And as he begins out in the book of Habakkuk, O Lord, how long will I call for help and you will not hear? I cry out to you, violence, yet you do not save. Why do you make me see iniquity and, and cause me to look on wickedness? For destruction and violence are before me. Strife continues and contention arises. Therefore, the law is ineffective and ignored and justice is never upheld. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, the justice becomes perverted. And the Lord replied, look among the nations, see, be astonished, wonder. For I am doing something in your days you would not believe if I were, if you were told. So much of that holds accurate and true in this current environment in which we're at. We are looking to, to God to save things, but we also have to understand very clearly that we're part of the problem that occurred here in the first place. One of the reasons that we are where we are is that we have allowed so much of this to go on without question. A republic was designed for us to be active and participant in. Unfortunately, we've stepped aside from that and we haven't become active and participant and we've allocated our responsibilities and our authorities over to people that are, we know are openly corrupt. I mean, think about the contradiction in our lifestyles and over the years, everybody knows that politicians are corrupt and yet somehow we seem surprised that they're so deeply corrupt that they don't want to destroy the system. That can't, that's not something that we, we should even be surprised at. We are literally living in a point right now of accountability, and it's a hard accountability to take as a nation. We start seeing these people coming across the border. It's a part of the accountability. Truly, there's been some prophetic words spoken recently, and I'm one who seems to have given similar words, that what we are dealing with right now on the border is something very different. Yes, there's evil coming in here, very much like Habakkuk, very much in that time. But there's also people from all over the world and other nations coming in. This is leading to an opportunity to bring them to Christ. This goes contradictory to a lot of the belief systems in which we want to hear. Politically, the, the line right now is we're going to deport 22 million people. That's roughly what we're talking about. That level of deportation is unrealistic, nor is it anything that would unify a country. It would permanently fracture it and would leave blood rifts that would last for generations. We have to start coming to grips with the magnitude of the destruction in which we're currently facing and the problems that we're going to have ahead of us as we try to deal with this in such an interesting way. Now, are we still on? I'm getting, I'm just frozen again. Are we there? You're not frozen. Okay. I am on my end, so. All right, Patriot, sorry. But my screen freezes up again, so I just have to oh, check. Just... Okay, 
So I'm, let me clock on it. Patriots, hang on a second. I got to run my own timer so I know what time I have left on the clock. So bear with me just a second. Sean was. Pharmaceutical giant Pfizer knew that its COVID-19 vaccines were contaminated with a virus and took steps to intentionally obscure this fact from regulators, according to the founder and chief scientific officer of medicinal genomics, Kevin McKernan. When the company's vaccine sequence is annotated, the presence of DNA from a virus known as simian virus 40, or SV40, can clearly be seen. McKernan and his research team did not set out to find contamination in the vaccines. Instead, they discovered it accidentally while using RNA from the vaccine as a control in an effort to test RNA purification in another project they were carrying out. They had assumed the RNA in the jab was a functional pharmaceutical grade variety and were surprised to find that in addition to mRNA, the Pfizer shots had DNA plasmids. All right, Patriots, we're back, and we've been having some technical problems with Skype. Uh, just so you know, there's going to be some some different recording format come up in about two weeks with Brighton TV, which will be great. We're going to be going to pre-recorded shows, which will be some change in format for my, my for myself as well as to what you see in terms of the visual content that's around. Probably be doing a lot of my shows from around the ranch and on, on out in the world more than in the studio, which I think will be a real benefit. So that'll start in about two weeks, actually. Um, we're off two weeks. I guess it'll be the third three weeks from now that that'll actually happen. So you can look forward to that. The next two weeks, there's going to be reruns. So don't be surprised. So back to what we're saying. In the book of Habakkuk, it's really important to understand that part of the lesson there is that what God is speaking of is he's allowing Babylon to come into Israel and to literally sack Israel. Now, the, Habakkuk is looking at this and pleading out to him. But the fact of the matter is that Israel had turned away from God. So at this point in time, it's important to realize that God is saying, look, I understand this, but the only way I can bring you back is to have you endure this pain. And in so doing, I'm going to bring everyone back with me. It's a very harsh level of judgment if we want to look at it like that. But unfortunately, in our country, a lot of that has been levied against ourselves because of our turning away from God. I believe this. This is something that I sting firmly on, that this is part of the time of atonement and accountability in which we live. However, there's one big difference. Since the writing of the book of Habakkuk, which we literally have, we have the authorities given to us by Jesus. Those authorities empower us to literally be, do greater works than he, do all that he did and greater works than he. And this is something to really embrace because we do have the authorities to walk on this earth as princes and, and priests. That was given to us by Christ. For the those that are sitting waiting for the, the moment of time of Christ's return and to be swept away into the heavens, I don't, that is not biblically sound. That's, that's the end of times theory that came from the Schofield Bible that was actually funded by the Rothschilds. And you're welcome to do that research. But that entire corruption of the pulpit has disempowered the church in a very critical hour. We need right now the power of the true patriot and the true church where it literally is going to be standing up and saying, we have the authorities and we need to speak, stand in the gap and speak those authorities. Those authorities are powerful. That's walking in the prophetic and the apostolic. It's not limited to a handful of people. It's a limited to everybody. 
is available to everybody that opens their hearts to God. We have the ability to heal the sick and the broken. We have the ability to cast out demons and deliver people. And we have the ability to, to, to save, the, to raise the dead. Those things were the shortlist for Christ. In addition to that, a greater works, which we still pursue. A glimpse of greater works would be Peter walking on the water as he has his eyes on Jesus. Profound ideas of what we're potential, what our capability is as God's children and what our roles are here on earth. And I feel very strongly that this is a moment in time that we are truly seeing the awakening of the sons of God. All of these issues that we are facing now are going to face those sorts of challenges. We know very well that the vax, the way it is, there is no cure for the vax. It's a destruction that can only be healed through prayer and repentance. That is the power of God working through for miracle healings. We also know that with us, what's on the borders, we have another problem. We have a lot of people down there that are truly coming here because of need or desire to be part of the United States. Even though they have been misled, it's an opportunity to bring people to Christ. This is a huge shift in the way we look at this problem. And there's many people along with myself speaking this message more fluently, including Colonel Pete Chambers, who's on the border, that realistically we cannot move 22 million people out of this nation. We can talk about it, but it's not going to happen. What we miss is what this nation provides and understanding to a lot of these people are. And this isn't worth the, this discussion for the rest of the show today. We are looking at these people as illegal alien squatters coming here. Many of them that are coming in here are seeking a better life. That's a true statement. I don't like the way it's being done. The way it's being handled by our government is pure out robbery and thievery of the American public. They're not going through a legitimate process and we're using massive resources to assist them when we're turning our back on the American people. That treason doesn't rest within the hands of, the, of those that are coming here. That treason rests on the hands of our government who has caused this problem. As Americans, as people rooted in a foundation of Christian faith, loving thy brother is an important piece. And if we start to understand that many of these people are coming here to make money to fund their lives back home, we start need to start realizing that what we offer here is a hope for people to take this hope back home. Right now, it is critical that we start embracing these people as they come across the borders, not as scabs and not as leeches on our system, but embrace them with the love of the brother of Christ, as a brother in Christ, to bring them to the gospel, to, to save them and to deliver them and to bring them in as people into this nation that if they are to stay, we need to also educate them on the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights. Many of these people will end up staying. If we don't do this, their handlers that we're handing them over to are the Satanist pedophiles that are, trying, are making this whole thing happen as it is. And they will listen to them. They will obey them and vote for them before they vote for us. This is the divide and conquer strategy that the deep state is using. And we have the same tools in our own tool bag to do the same to them. We need to take away their foot soldiers and put them in the arms of God. This has to be viewed from the eyes of God. And this is why I go back to the book of Habakkuk. Because the book of Habakkuk is a reminder of God's power and his might in this hour. It's, in, it's very, very important. So let me read some more from the book of Habakkuk. It says, because you, king of Babylon, who looted many nations, all peoples who are left will loot you. Because of human bloodshed and the violence done to the land, the city and, and all of its inhabitants. Woe, judgment is coming to him who obtains wicked gain for his house and thinks by so doing to set his nest on high, that he may be rescued from the hand of evil. You have devised a shameful thing for your house by cutting off and putting an end to many peoples 
So you are sinning against your own life and forfeiting it. This game that's been going on with these people moving into this country is completely inhuman and unacceptable. When I say that, one of the things that is happening right now, and quite literally, is that as those that are moving the, these people around the nations to house them into cities, to book them into the blue zones, what they're doing now is also signing the same contracts, inked and in, in, in together, ready to, and executed, to fly them back out. It's double dipping in the worst kind of way. This is part of the military industrial complex. It's also part of the NGO network. That's literally working to destroy the United States and then profit on the next president that comes in, then we'll say execute them, um, execute the orders to move them out. This is not something that can be accepted. That is not who we are as a nation. What I believe truly is if we are going to deliver these people and bring them to Christ and allow them the opportunity of experiencing the love of a brother, many of them in the end will return. If we check the economies for some of the places they go to, reasons that they flee are multifold. One is poor economy. Two is the cartels. And three, truly, is just desperation within many levels of not finding a way forward. There's no opportunity to rise out of their culture. But we're seeing huge shifts politically and in militarily and economically in the Southern Hemisphere. One of the kingpins to destroying, to changing that is going to be to destroying the gangs and the cartels. President Trump has said that when he comes back into office, he will wage war against the cartels. Some of that war is ongoing right now. And in doing so, by gutting out the networks of the cartels, you're cutting out the, one of the power structures of the deep state. This is one of their force, their great forces in military operations is to destroy cultures through this level of violence. That's trauma-based programming. It's trauma-based leadership. It's tyranny at its worst. What we have to really be focusing on is those that are coming here, separating those that are coming here with goodwill in their heart from the true evil that is out there right now. Our true evil is seeking to destroy the United States. There's no place for them other than a return to somewhere other than the United States, even if that means we send them home in a body bag. But the fact of the matter is that these people that come here to do harm do not belong here, period, end of story. Same time, we have to have the heart of those that come here to realize that some are coming here even under misguided rules. They need to be informed of the rules. They need to be held accountable to the rules. All of that, yes. But our first step should be to introduce them to Christ, to deliver them, and to prepare them to understand of what this nation demands of them, which would include learning English. Once we start to work on those levels and then uh, allow some other mechanisms to work into place, I believe we're going to see real change. But we have to, in order for those other mechanisms to happen, we're going to have to seize back control of our government. Our government is out of control. And so until then, we have to, we should be working to befriend these people, bring them into the fold of our country and have them understand what it is as a gift they've been given to prepare ourselves that they will may end up likely fighting with us, not against us. That's the big part of it. And that also means stealing the voter base that the deep state so counts on to seize control and maintain control of this country forever. This is an, a color revolution of the worst kind we're in right now, and it's an invasion using immigration as a key form as they hide their militaries within. And again, we go back to Habakkuk, because Habakkuk, we're reminded at the end of Habakkuk, the true role in which we have as Christians is total obedience to God and an understanding that what he has to offer us is greater than anything we can imagine. And so Habakkuk writes at the end of Habakkuk, though the fig tree does not blossom, and there is no fruit on the vines, though the yield of the olive fails and the fields produce no food. 
though the flock is cut off from the fold, and though there, there are no cattle in the stalls, yet I will choose to rejoice in the Lord. I will choose to shout the exultation in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength, my source of courage, my invincible army. He has made my feet steady and sure like hinds feet and make me walk forward with spiritual confidence on my high place of challenge and responsibility. The Lord is our savior. The Lord is our, our foundation and our foothold. And no matter what happens, no matter what this war is that we're being part of, is to understand that our mission has never changed and it won't change. Regardless of what government form we have, whether it is a tyranny, whether it's a despotic form of government, whether it is a king, whether it is a, a republic, whether it is a raw democracy, whatever form of government it assumes, the point of the matter is our mission is always the same. Complete and absolute trust and faith in God with our mission to bring people to the love of Jesus, heal the sick and broken, cast out demons, raise the dead, and seek the greater works than he who, as we walk in the prophetic and the apostolic. All those are part of our role because we are not in this world. So all of that said, don't get wrapped up into the traps and pitfalls of the political chaos. It's by design to do so to keep us separated from God. We, are, we have to get rid of all of these concepts of where we are to start understanding that truly the walk that we are in requires us to be greater than the faults and burdens that are placed on us in this world. We can't have doubt in God. That's, that's a, a complete misnomer to what we want. And we can't walk in fear. And if we are also suffering from inner pain and, and, and injury over our lifetime, we're going to have a self-image that's completely degraded. We have to start seeing, and that would be shame. So as we have to rid ourselves of doubt, shame, and fear to truly walk in the purity of what God is asking us and ultimately understand that we have to get good at repentance. No, we're not perfect. Yes, we are worthy, but we do make mistakes and we can't have sin next to the throne. So as we sin and as we fall, we have to be able to be quickly able to repent and get ourselves right back up again to be back in the fight. That's bringing us closer to God. And as we do so, when we start to embrace the greater authorities of what we have, even the concept of the sword of the steel will diminish as we start to realize the true power and might of the sword of the spirit. That metaphor is most articulated in, this, in the moment with Peter in the garden with Jesus, where Peter draws his sword to stay the attack against Jesus and cuts off the ear of the attacker. Jesus, in turn, makes up the ear and heals it. What do we see? We see a man who draws a sword with precision slices an ear rather than killing the individual. The man doesn't lose his head, he loses his ear, yet the attack on Jesus is stopped. And with precision of the true master of the moment, Jesus raises his hand, picks up the ear, heals it, uses the power and might of the sword of spirit, and brings his people, brings his man to the love of Christ. We need to keep those things in mind because truly what's before us is an ability to fight this fight in an entirely different way. A way that we have just we're just now starting to reawaken to as we reawaken to the true sense of who we are. For we are the children of the Most High, the sons of God. And in this hour, we are also to remind ourselves the sons of the Lord of hosts, which is the Lord of armies. We are here to fight and to win, to occupy and to expand, and we can never forget that. Let us pray. Father God, we just pray for this moment and thank you for all that you bring. Thank you for the blessings that have put, up, put upon us and all the blessings you continue to shower on us. In this critical hour, Father, 
We pray for discernment. We pray for clarity. We pray for ears to hear, to truly see which the world through your heart and to be able to walk mightily in this hour, to understand that our role here is significant, not just minimalist. And we truly have a purpose here to bring the greater purpose of kingdom into the world. Guide us and protect us, lift us up and raise us up. Keep us truly and mighty in your arms and in your sight. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. The Patriots, in this very important hour in which we're in, make sure that you stay in prayer. Read the book, read the word, stay in the word. Stay focused on where our mission is. God has a lot of things planned for us ahead, and it's a great time to live. There's truly great things, but don't first pull to the trigger or the sword. Seek the sword of the Spirit in all you do. Arm yourself with Scripture. Arm yourself with the Word of God. Arm yourself with Holy Spirit and step into this fight boldly and fearlessly. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you in about three weeks for the live show. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. The preceding show was sponsored by the global currency collapse will wipe out the dollar and many other assets. And the only things that will maintain value during the global debt reset are those with intrinsic value. The Treasure Island Coins and Precious Metals Company is my go-to source for physical precious metals and why they're the official sponsor of Brighteon.tv. Brighteonmetals.com. SAT123.com. They have put together a really incredible package, emergency backup, communication systems, power systems. We've got sat phones and you need to be able to function even when the power grid goes down. You need to know about this equipment. So SAT123.com folks. Here at Brighteon and BrighteonStore.com, we've made it our mission to help you and your loved ones be prepared for any emergency which is why we are dedicated to bringing you a wide selection of ultra-clean and lab-verified superfoods, supplements, preparedness items, and other health products. So support your health and this free speech platform by shopping at brighteonstore.com today. Thank you for supporting Brighteon TV. Please consider helping us by making a reoccurring donation at supportbtv.com. Truth matters.